What's up, everybody? We have 10 minutes here with Mr. Ryan Muckner. And as part of our little Christmas special for all of you, some of our most requested cartridges to do a 10-minute talk on. Now, the little guy sitting between all of us right now is the 6'5 Grendel. Getting a lot of requests in the comments section, as well as a big fan that we have internally, Mr. Tommy Grendel. He has been, actually his last name's not Grendel, but we call him that. We call him Tommy Grendel. We actually, we're going to try and have him today. He's <sighs> he's working from home. Now, what Tom would say to me if I was working from home, he'd probably say something like, oh, enjoy your day off. Yeah, exactly. You know, anyway. something snide. Hey, I, you Tom. know, I shouldn't say that. Tom is like He's going to be listening. Fan. I know, because he's like our biggest fan. Yeah. I love Tom for that. Ryan, tell us about what what's the deal with the 6'5 Grendel. Oh, it's a cool cartridge. It's Wildcat, commercialized, brainchild of Bill Alexander, of Alexander Arms. Just crazy cool cartridge. Started its life as, actually, we can we can borrow some technology from the Russians here. No way. Yeah, 220 Russian. Okay. Yep, and um, from that spawned some stellar cartridges, 762 by 39, 5.45 by 39, and in this case, 6.5 Grendel. So what is, it's, when you look at it, I've heard nothing but actually really stellar things about the 6.5 Grendel. And actually, are there other Grendels as well? Isn't there a 6 Grendel? Yeah, I mean, there's some, some cool wildcats that have come off of okay, it. Yeah. It. Yep. But what is it, what is it about this thing that makes it so, that it, people who love the 6.5 Grendel, I mean, they, do, I don't even think they shoot anything else. Yeah. What is it about? Uh, extreme efficiency. And is that just because of its... Like case, what happened in the case design that made it such? Just, you know, it's, it's a really good balance of case proportion, internal capacity, um, bullet weight, and diameter. Hmm. And, and if we, like, go through its lineage as, like, a bench rest or a precision rifle cartridge um, from, like, the PPC line, they are all synonymous with, like, hyper-accurate, hyper-efficient cartridges, or, or I should say design. Uh, so minimal powder charges, maximum velocity for that powder charge, Right before we started, Ryan, you were saying, oh, man, I've always wanted to have a bolt gun in yeah. 6.5 Grendel. Yep. Now, from everything that I hear about it, know about it, how people are using it, they love that it fits, like, optimally in the AR-15 platform. Y- yep, and mm-hmm. and uh, I think that's what Mr. Alexander was going for uh, with a lot of that. Um, he Yeah, he wanted a, a extremely optimized AR cartridge that would surpass what the 223 could in that platform. Right. Just yeah. kind of what what kind of velocities are we looking at and what grain bullet are we pushing here? So between like 100 to 130 grain projectiles, pretty common loading, something in there um, between say 2700 and 2500 feet per second with respective grain weights. Um, and you can you can turn the volume up from there. Uh, especially if you do put it in a bolt platform. Um, it's enjoyed oh, Okay, interesting. Yeah, it's enjoyed some I'm going to say mild success um, in like specialized target rifles like F-Class and, and things like that. I wouldn't say it's a resounding, resoundingly successful cartridge, but uh, there's there's some folks on the internet that have built F-Class rigs out of it, like 28-inch guns, um, and they're pushing numbers that rival like a Creedmoor, not, like, not, not far off of it. Interesting. They wouldn't be shooting in... Are there F-Class events where they're not shooting 308 then? I think so. Huh. Yeah. Interesting. But how do they, how do they get that kind of velocity out of such a small case? I mean, I get efficiency but but if you just you know like anybody can toss the word out oh it's really efficient but like what is it about it because how far down is the bullet seated into this case i'm thinking about that trying yep. to imagine six five regular six five bullets i've seen yep and then there's really not much room left over for powder well that, and that's true but remember when we talked about other cartridges where case design is going to like modify how pressure works like up or down or otherwise 
So it's a very compact case. So it's using up all of its case capacity. Mark is just throwing it around the table. Um, it's going to use up all it's of its durable. case capacity possible with powder charge. Um, as far as the C2 depth on that one, so that's 123 grain Hornady A max in there. It it is below the neck and shoulder line on there a, a fair bit, but it's not it's not so terrible that you're you're losing all the velocity potential. Hmm. And like I said, all that powder volume that could be used is used. You know, to its maximum capability within that case. Interesting. Yeah. Now we talk a lot about the six five Creed, more six five mm-hmm. Creed, six five Creed. It's efficient. It's light recoiling. All uh, oh, and it seems like this has a lot of similar attributes to that mm-hmm. in a, in a you know more compact. And it doesn't have the velocity. No, like you said, I think we're talking about like twenty five. Yeah, with, with like a hundred twenty three grain bullets, like mid twenty fives. So and you, you can go warmer, but but completely adequate. Yes. for a deer size game. Absolutely. Out to Pretty respectable distances. Yep. What are we talking with recoil with this thing versus Very maybe mild. a six five Creed? Very mild. Okay. Yeah. So your your powder charges are grains and grains and grains and grains grains less mm-hmm. um, than the Creedmoor. Not that the Creedmoor has no unbearable every, recoil. Everything here is all relative. Cor- correct. Right. Somebody's right. probably already commenting. Ah, recoil. Right. Um, <laughs> it, it's it's a super mild cartridge to shoot out of a out of a gas gun. It it doesn't have a very large like perceptible difference between that and your like 75 grain AR loadings. They're not, mm-hmm. they're not mm-hmm. crazy different. When you throw a compensator on there, you know, we're talking about a semi-automatic firearm with a compensator on it. It's just a joy to shoot. Jeez Louise. Yeah. I mean, you think, you know, and I've never, I have never hunted big game, I guess, within AR 15 or something like that. But you're, you know, I've got kids now, right. And you think you look at an AR and you're like, Oh man, you know, you can collapse the stock a little bit. You can really adjust it yeah. to fit, you know, a smaller statured person mm-hmm. and then couple that with even lighter recoil yep. than a uh, than a six five creed, which is probably what I was considering for mm-hmm. kind of my daughter's first rifle if they so do so want to get into hunting. I don't know, man. Looks like mm-hmm. there's some cool advantages. Yeah, I, I would I would absolutely love a bolt gun in it. Um, I think one of the cool things about the cartridge and to kind of speak to its for perhaps design intent, um, it it emulates and actually exceeds three oh eight trajectory quite well to like a thousand yards. Um, mm, so if, wow. if you put like a, a high step in 308 load on paper and you, you put like a run of the mill Grendel load on paper, they're very similar. And, and a lot of times with the, the better projectile technologies, um, with respect to like BC and, and things like this in the six, five, they'll, they'll beat the 308. So this trajectory. isn't, this isn't certainly then one of your cartridges. Like we've, we've discussed some, you know, the 300 weather beyond mm-hmm. here. We've discussed, uh, the, um, the Ackley's on here. This isn't so much of the laser beam. Like no. you see some of these cartridges are, you're, you're going to be expecting a fair amount of drop with this, yep. but it sounds like it's very accurate and repeatable yep. and, and predictable. Yep. To make a car reference. Cause I love to do this. If there was a car equivalent, it would be the Lotus Elise. Oh, that's a sleek car. Yeah. That's very good. lightweight. Hmm. Small power plant, but extremely efficient. That's a big, uh, big compliment to it. Why doesn't everybody just... You look at this. I see the 6.5 Grendel. It sounds, you know, this efficiency is off the <laughs> charts. You have all these great characteristics about it. Why doesn't everybody just Grendel everything? I mean, it, it's awesome. It's small. It's lightweight. You can carry a bunch of them around with you, and it's not going to weigh you down. It seems like... Then we talk about all these big, gigantic cartridges that are... are Big old heavy things. They require a bigger action, bigger rifle. Everything gets like that. And then you're thinking about velocities and all that. And it doesn't sound like that much difference. Couldn't they just Grendel everything and the, make it? I think the big answer lies with, well, it's two-part, I believe. Perception, because the numbers aren't huge. You're seeing 
what many would consider anemic velocities. Two, it has a goofy bolt face. So, oh, yeah. So there's like a 223, well, in the U.S. anyway, right? So there's the 223 bolt face, there's the 308 bolt face, there's the standard magnum bolt face, and then there's the rum bolt face. Right. And, and, and that's where, like, even if you're getting into wildcatting, yeah. that's, that's one of the things that you know, trips people up sometimes. Yeah. You can't always just, the sky isn't always the limit. Right. You also need to consider what bolts will be yeah. working I thought that them. was yeah. the advantages of it. It's like, it's everything 223, but a little bit better. With the exception of the bolt face. And in the gas gun, the magazine, and the feed lips, and the follower. Mm. So, so this has its own? It's the same as a 762 by 39 or a 545 by 39 or a 220 Russian. Oh. Yeah. So th- right now, there's like two factory options in a bolt gun anyway, one from CZ USA, one from Hawa. And th- there's unfortunately not a heck of a lot more folks doing this. Uh, if you're really lucky, you find yourself a Sako 75 chambered in 6 PPC, and then you rebarrel it to 6.5 Grendel. Um, I missed out. I, I passed on a Sako 75 varmint, and I thought, I don't need that. And then came to my senses about five hours later, called back to the shop, and uh, the owner laughed at me. He's like, it's gone. It was gone. You did need that. I did. Do we did. need to talk about the 6 PPC someday? I don't know enough about it because they're now so obscure, and hmm. they, they run in such small circles. Um, I don't know that I've ever even touched a 6 PPC other than that one. I haven't heard of it until right now. Yeah, likewise. That is interesting, though. So, okay. So that's the uh, thing that people run into is that bolt phase. Yeah. Was there ever hope for this cartridge for military adoption? I think so. I oh, think it, yeah. Yeah, I think it, it got flirted with. And some other cartridges have come out similar to it with modernized tweaks. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to pick on one, the 6ARC uh, from Hornet New Release. Oh, yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. Um, similar lines. 224 Valkyrie. Right. Uh, the uh, six millimeter, was it the 244 Nosler? Um, they've, got a, they've got a new cartridge hmm. too. Interesting. It, yeah. And then it's actually, it's not new. It's a couple years old, I think. But yeah, a few of them have, have kind of followed the same blueprint, if you will. Big one on the PRS circuit right now is the 6GT. Uh, it's, a, it's an up and coming, really popular cartridge. I've heard a lot about that lately. Yep. Same, similar, I should say, design principles to it. So, very small case, hyper efficient, low, okay. low powder charges, just absolutely ringing out the efficiency of, of that bullet weight, bullet design, bullet diameter. Mike and, in our tech support area has a 6GT, doesn't he? I think. Mike Sewell? If he doesn't have one yet, he has one coming. Okay. I believe, I believe that the James Jordan is also working on a 6GT. No. Yeah, so it's it's a cool round, but that six arc is. I think Ruben had one of those the other day. I was looking at it. That's pretty interesting. Oh yeah, and and again, they're just these hyper efficient cartridges, and that's where that appeal and allure comes to me. That and I, I just wanted a very petite mega ultralight rifle capable of taking a mule deer if I had to. That would do it. Well, and that's the other thing. You know, it was talk. Uh, we were talking earlier about oh, you could put this in an AR, and it's mm-hmm. gonna, but you could. I, I can't imagine you need a long barrel no. for this. I mean, you could build just the cutest little... Yep. Hmm. So cute. If anybody has a Kimber short action that they want to donate to me so that I can modify the bolt face on and then thread a very light contour 20-inch barrel, hit me mm. up. <laughs> yeah. Ryan, you can't use the podcast oh, for your own... Shoot, slide into your DMs. Seriously, they, uh, come they'll, on. They'll edit that out. Well, the 6.5 Grendel. I dig it. Yeah, it's, we've cool. given Tom Leatherberry so much crap about it over the yep. years, but it's it's pretty sweet. So there you have it, Tom. 
Uh, and everybody else out there who requested the 6'5 Grendel, hopefully this met your wildest fantasies about what it would be when Mr. Ryan Muckenhorn talks about it. Uh, thank you, as usual, for all the suggestions. We're sure you're going to keep dropping more. Go back and listen to some of the ones we've already done, the 10-minute talks on all these cartridges and, and stuff. There's There's been a lot already, even prior to our little holiday special. So we'll see you on the next one. Stay tuned. See ya. Bye.